Bam. Who is he? Jesus the Nazarene. <laughs> and his teeth are always white and clean. What? He uses those whitening strips. Like the angels. I didn't even know they had teeth like diamond teeth. God told me many years ago that's what the gangsters are trying to do with all the diamonds on their teeth like little Wayne <laughs> trying to be angels but you're still men you'll die like men holy ghost Melchizedek's wine first off I just want to share with you my credentials I actually took master's degree courses in Bible college and revival history it's true. I got a B.S. in Pastoral Studies and Bible from North Central University. Graduated with a 3.4 GPA. Hmm? Aren't I special? Probably the biggest frickin' Pharisee of them all. I would have burned my diploma, but you know what? I didn't even want to spend that energy on burning it. <laughs> That's so much I care. Utterly worthless except being taught of God the Father. I graduated and I said, Lord, why did you send me there? You know, I'm taking master's level courses in revival history, true story. And I, I leave this institution and I said, Lord, why did you send me there? You just destroyed everything I've ever learned. And he's like, I sent you there so that you could become perfect through what you suffered. <laughs> you think Jesus came and was suffering a lot by religious people all the time? Big time. God the Father made him hang out with Pharisees all the time. He grew up in the synagogue. Grew up in Jerusalem when he was a kid, 12 years old at the temple. Grew up in Nazareth. Grew up in Egypt, which represents hell. Experienced the scarabs crawling in and out of their mouths, nose, ears, no, touch gates. The scarabs, which is the religious demons of necromancy that people are into when they're into religious Christianity. They have scarabs instead of cherubs around their nostrils. They breathe the breath of sin instead of the breath of life. That's why every one of them is a murderer and an accuser. Oh yeah, baby, we're going there. Might as well just become reptilian cold in the red dragon's bloodline. Because at least then, he won't spit you out of his mouth for being lukewarm. It is written. Cold. Cold-blooded murderers. Those who practice 33 degree Law of Moses sorcery. Cold-blooded murderers. Dealt with them my whole life. Dealt with them since I've been born again. Dealt with them before I was born again. You know, it really has been a living nightmare. I can tell you honestly for 37 years since I was born into this hell. The only reason why it's turning into heaven is because of Jesus. Otherwise, I mean, you know how many people have been aborted? One out of three of us in their 20s and 30s, one out of three of every person in their 20s and 30s in the USA is aborted. That means one-third of our entire generation is dead, murdered. You're born into hell. You think you're born into heaven, but you're born into hell. Satan wants you to think you're in heaven make you complacent, make it easy. But if you ever test the matrix, 
Behold Mr. Smith. They'll do anything to keep your head in the goo of the dunk tank, you know? With the cables and cords connected to your brain stem. So you're still an animal slave of Satan and his angels in the true matrix called the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great that has deceived all nations, it is written, Book of Revelation, which is exactly what we're dealing with in the whole world right now. Another verse calls it Satan's stars that fell from heaven. Oh my goodness, those are real stars and it's a fading glory of starlight in every animal's mind which is the carnal mind that wars against the Spirit. And those that are controlled by the Spirit of God have peace with God, Romans chapter 8. But those that have a carnal mind are at war against the Spirit. That's what the Bible says, Romans chapter 8. So where is the war? In the mind. And what's the matrix? Witchcraft. And what is witchcraft? The curse of the law. Mosaic sorcery. I tell you the truth. Nothing new under the sun. Paul called them the Judaizers. And he said about them, I wish that they would have cut their entire balls and penises off because they're getting circumcised. That's what's written in the scriptures. I wish they would have completely castrated themselves instead of just the foreskins. That's in the Bible. Paul said it. He's grotesque. He's nasty because he's dealing with a bunch of demons and devils and Pharisees every day. And he's a former Pharisee, so he knows how diabolical it is. And these people are playing games in religion, inviting scarabs into their minds, trying to be better Christians, buying the next MP3, going to the next school, you know? You know how many people we've had that have gone from every charismatic school in North America and Europe? I mean, we've literally had students in the past that have gone through every single charismatic glory stream school that exists in the entire world. And they come to us, and they're like the most demon-possessed people I've ever seen. We've had people graduate from Bethel School of Supernatural one, two, and three years come to me and tell me, Brandon, I've never even heard of the Order of Melchizedek. And they said their own mouths, three days with you was more powerful than three years at Bethel Church. That's what they said, not my testimony. I'm telling you guys, there's a new standard in town, and it's the Melchizedek wine. It's the royal holy wine of Jesus. And no building can sell it, so it doesn't exist in human systems. It only exists in the river for free. Come to the fountain and drink, it is written. Freely you've received, freely give it away. At any time that you market it, you turn it into institutionalized religion. It goes from sweet wine into wormwood. Wormwood is the runoff of everyone that's bought and sold on human souls. Because every good gift comes from God. He's the maker of heaven and earth. He's the maker of all angels. So it comes down from him. The problem is, is people corrupt it. You know, like the angels that are corrupted, like the men and women that are corrupted by money and appearances and the tree of knowledge, and sin, and greed, and religion, and it's twisted like Leviathan, the principality of pride in their minds, and it's twisted so that there's no life in it, and it becomes religion, and it becomes slavery, and it becomes death and a mark of a beast on their minds. 
What is the 666? It's found in the Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 66. And they could no longer walk with him, it is written. Why couldn't they walk with Jesus? Because their hearts turned back. <laughs> he was fighting their human minds, and they were more interested in living a human life than a divine life with Jesus. And literally, every single person in the world that followed him left him. That's what the Bible says. And he had like the biggest church. I mean, bigger than Joel Olstein. You know, and they all just forsook him. That's literally what it says in John chapter 6. Jesus could care less. Do you think it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. Rejection always hurts when you have the heart of God the Father because you love perfectly. And they always misunderstand. The issue is, will you please the Father over man? You'll be tested a million times by your family, by your friends, by your Christians, by everything that exists in heaven and earth, by angels, by scarabs, and by cherubs. You'll be tested in your nostrils with the breath of the law and the breath of life. You'll be tested. Will you pass the test? Only if you yield to his divinity. That's truly the message of the gospel. Yielding your humanity to his divinity. All you have to sacrifice is your dead stuff. Your human mind is dead. You're born dead. That's what the curse of the fall is. Otherwise, you'd never have to be born again. Everyone born of the flesh is born of the ancient red dragon. It's called the curse of the fall. Otherwise, you'd never have to be born again. Oh, you little cute little baby. Yeah, even the cute little baby. As soon as they're three years old, they're punching each other in the face for toys. Been around a lot of toddlers, seen a lot of stuff. I've seen babies' eyes turn black with demon possession. Eek! Cute little baby! Completely demon possessed. I've seen it many times. <laughs> it's not so cute anymore. You realize you need Jesus Christ way more than you realize. Way more desperate. Way more thirsty. <sighs> way more hungry. This whole world has been on lockdown since the fall of Adam and Eve. And people are playing games in church like, I don't really need that much Jesus Christ. Just need a little bit on Sunday. And the rest of the week I'll live for myself. Man, you're in the most dangerous spot. No wonder why accidents happen to your families. I mean, terrible stuff. I see it on my Facebook feed every day. Death, car accidents, sickness, disease, all this stuff. And they always are like, well, God is faithful. I don't know why. I don't know why terrible stuff happens. We're a Shandaravakindrivikidriyandaravakadri family, and we pray all the time together, and next thing you know, our daughter died at 16 in a car accident. I'm telling you guys, you're messing around with the angel Labaddon, and I know that'll mess with you. Some, pe some of you people are going to get offended. You just have to deal with it. I've seen too many people die since I've been an inner-city missionary. I mean, I mean, just hundreds. Hundreds of people dying. I mean, everywhere around me, it's just been like death and heaps of death since I was a child. And I want to see death swallowed up in victory. 
I want to see people stop dying and start thriving and start living. And the only way is to be completely sacrificed in your human heart and your human mind to Jesus Christ. And that's the one thing almost nobody is willing to do. They're like, well, surely all that Christian information that I got doesn't have to be burnt up. Surely everything I've learned about Jesus in the New Testament doesn't have to burn. Surely the good stuff in my life that is according to the Scriptures, that doesn't have to be sacrificed. I have the gift of singing. I have the gift of preaching. I have the gift of healing the sick, brother. I have the gift of tongues and the gift of interpretation and the gift of prophecy. May your gifts burn with the seven spirits of God. It's all rubbish unless you sacrifice your human mind. You'll come to a place where it's like your gifts are worn out. Your humanity is worn out. I mean, I don't know how much charismania it's going to take for you. Rarely does anyone ever come around and be like, I'm all in, God the Father, top the mountain. Let me just burn on this altar. Who cares what anyone thinks? I mean, I'll be a living candlestick. Let the flesh melt off my bones. I don't care about my life. I mean, it's like one in a billion people, you know. <laughs> they're, they're around. There's some freaks out there. But very rare. Most people are still very human, very normal. I'm telling you, that is the blockage. Everything you think is normal is actually sin and lukewarmness. There's nothing normal in the kingdom. The closer to the king, the weirder the creature. In Ezekiel, it is written. In Revelation, it is realized. I mean, do you want to be close to the king on the throne? Or do you want to be far away from the king? Even the furthest person away in the kingdom of heaven is going to be so weird to you because the kingdom is not human at all. There's not even a drop of humanity that has ever entered the kingdom of heaven. That's what's being dealt with. Your human nature. Your human mind especially. And your human mind is the biggest stumbling block, especially if it's filled with truth. I mean, what Satan tempted Jesus Christ with in the wilderness was Scripture that the Messiah would fulfill. My God. I mean, this is the stuff Jesus is supposed to do. And Satan say, well, just do it. Just do the stuff you're supposed to do. Do the works. That's what Satan, the devil, the, the cherubim that fell, that runs the whole kingdom of death and hell in the whole universe. He said, just do the stuff that the Bible says you're supposed to do. That's exactly how Satan tempted Jesus Christ. Do the stuff the Bible tells you to do. And that was the most satanic temptation he could conjure. What was Jesus' response to the temptation of doing the stuff that he was supposed to do in the Bible? Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me. You have a carnal mind. That is not authorized of the Father. Even though the scriptures say, I will do those things, and later on he did them. Later on, in a three-year ministry, he did those things. He took the stones, the fish, and turned them into bread. 
He took creation and just multiplied fish, multiplied bread. Everything Satan tempted him to do, Jesus did, just not in Satan's timing, in God the Father's timing. Not in unauthorized fire, but in authorized fire, because it's about who your father is. If he had obeyed Satan, the timing would have been off. Satan would have been his father. And that's what religion is to your minds. It's about the fathers. Which father are you obeying? That's your God. And it is about timing. He will keep you under the shadow of his wings like little children. And he'll release you in his perfect timing. At any point, if the Levites got up to perform service, they were disqualified from the priesthood. If you even sweat in the Levitical priesthood, you were disqualified. You'd have to hang up your garment. You couldn't be a priest. It's a type and shadow of the Father doing the works and not you. It's so important because that's the biggest temptation every single one of you deal with every day. Unauthorized fire. Works that lead to death that are authorized by Satan and his angels and not God the Father. That's why Christians die, and that's why Christians have accidents, and it's everywhere in the New Testament. You see it everywhere. It's all about the Father. Who are you obeying, and what is the timing, and is it authorized from the white throne, or is it coming from the black throne trying to kill you? You know, Satan didn't have good intentions for Jesus, even though he told him to obey the Bible. Satan wanted to take everything that Jesus had, called the kingdom of heaven. (laughs) And he didn't, because Jesus never performed unauthorized fire. Jesus never did one religious act of death in his perfect ministry. And that's why the Pharisees murdered him. Because he wasn't a part of Satan's religious system, even though it was all biblical. (sighs) We're dealing with it in America. You got a biblical church that's not authorized. God will never dwell in buildings made by human hands. He wants to dwell in your hearts and minds and he wants you to be free in the Garden of Eden, your new heart, and free in Mount Zion, your new mind. It's always been about freedom. It's never been about performance or works. It's time for every Christian to come out of the slavery into the freedom of the promised land and be fully adopted in their hearts and minds by God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We love you guys. Be blessed. We'll see you Sunday, because tomorrow we got a wedding in Stillwater and taking a little mini vacation. Amen.